This is the Cinematography for Actors podcast. More than a podcast, CFA is a vibrant community devoted to bridging the gap between talent and crew. Each week, our show offers transparent, insightful conversations with industry leaders. We unveil the magic behind the scenes from candid discussions about unique filmmaking processes to in-depth technical exploration. Join us in unraveling the intricacies of filmmaking one episode at a time. It's more than just cameras and lenses over here. We aim to inspire, educate, and empower as we peel back the curtain on the art of effective storytelling. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. All right. As a DP, I know purchasing gear can kind of be a nightmare. Whether you're talent or crew, finding technical solutions to any of your problems can be very challenging. And what's even harder is knowing where to go. So we have an answer for you. Head over to BandPro one of our incredible sponsors here at CFA. Whether you're looking for high-end cameras and lenses or looking for guidance on what is needed to get started on this equipment journey of yours, BandPro has the gear and team that you need to thrive in your own career. They are the exclusive representative of Ingenue's complete cinema line for all of North and South America, and their customer support is fantastic. Not only do they have a great team to answer any product question you might have, but they also have a talented team of in-house technicians that you can actually talk to to get your equipment back up and running. Which is really important, especially if you're on set. So, bonus. (laughs) Go to bandpro.com or stop in at their location in Burbank. And please make sure to say hi from CFA because we love them so very much. Yeah, hello. Thanks, everyone. Hi, welcome to another special episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. I am Haley Royal, a host, and this is Florian. She's going to co-host with me for this episode. We are seated here with producer and director of photography of the AFI thesis film, Rain. Hi, guys. Hi, this here fun. is Austin Chen and Louisa Dale Silva. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thanks for coming to talk to us. We have a lot of questions and things to talk about because we just screened this. (laughs) Um, But first, will you, um, Austin, will you give us a little bit of a logline? Let us know what we're talking about. Yeah, so um, this film uh, is about a woman coming back home to her family Mm -hmm. um, for a, a holiday dinner. Um, and throughout this event, she's coming home with her with her boyfriend, um, and she's introducing him to to their family. Um, and throughout this whole thing, this orange light is coming in from the outside and slowly affecting this family um, and changing sort of both the the family internal um, relationships and also physically transforming this house throughout the whole film. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is the the orange light there's what is the allegory here what is that orange light i think uh, (laughs) imogen is a director imogen mccluskey um she her inspiration to 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 write this story was the bushfires in australia she's australian um when the when she was like one day at home and the whole sky turned orange because of the fires and then People would just go outside and do their do go to work, go to school as if nothing was happening. So I think this was her main inspiration, like this feeling of like, um, like impending dread, impending dread, where you, but you don't do anything about it. Yeah, you know? kind of like why is no one else seeing this? Exactly, yeah. doing anything yeah. about it. Wow. How did you? How was that created? Is that something that you created on set? No, no. We it was. 
I think it was the hardest the hardest thing to do in, as a DP, like because it's about a light, mm-hmm. a toxic light, um, and just we were creating something that doesn't exist. Like we don't know how, so we knew we we had to like all of us like we did nu- numerous meetings, like just asking ourselves like what is this light? What is this shape? What is this like color? What yeah. um, where does it come from? Like what is it, its texture? Is it hard? Is it soft? So yeah. we were just answering ourselves these questions like for months just mm-hmm. to try to visualize what we we're going to show on the film. And so yeah. you're saying you didn't use any practical light to get that feeling on the people's face, for example? Yeah, th- those that light. And then we so we decided we, did, we made a, a timeline for the light. So it's a progression, like the light starts orangey, like yellowish. And then in the end, it's very red, almost mm. like a very orange red. Right. That was like a decision we made just to show the progression of how toxic and and, and dangerous the environment was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movement that you see on the wall, we used like a paper. It's like a it's called Mylar paper. It's just a paper the way where you use sometimes you you bounce a light and it feels like it's watery. Yeah. So it's one of the textures that we just found it could be nice just. It's something that you don't, you've never seen it before, but it's like, what is a light that it's like, feels like water at the same mm-hmm. time? So it was just like a, a so creative solution, I guess. <laughs> for the actor's creative process here, um, was was the light created, did you create a light digitally that then is what we saw when we screened it? Mm-hmm. Um, was that a digital creation? No, no, it was on set. It was, it was, it was practical, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Was the actor able to see that, yes. to know what they were going to look at before you started? So you're, you're not having to just explain no, to the no, actor no. what they, it will be like. They saw it. Like we okay. had the, the, this paper, like bouncing the light as with different gels all the time, and so okay. they would see where exactly the light was. Mm-hmm. The only thing that is uh, VFX is when in the beginning of the movie when. Ella looks outside and she looks at the sky. The, the clouds. Yeah. That's yeah. that's VFX. We we couldn't uh-huh. do that. But like, it's the only thing. The rest is all practical. They okay. they were seeing everything. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. so I guess so it brings up the feeling of more real. Yeah, well, and it's yeah. very useful for the actors to play with something and yeah. then yeah be guided through the ambiance and and yeah the atmosphere of something very suffocating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something we talk about a lot at Cinematography for Actors is the bridging the gap between a crew member, say, a director of photography, and the talent. Um, And there is one particular shot that I would like to talk about where it's tracking, and there's a short hallway Mm -hmm. that Ella is walking through, and then the camera follows her, well, camera leads her, actually, and then sweeps over the the table. I want to know what kind of conversations were had with that actor to make sure that that could happen smoothly and how many takes did it take to get that to happen so beautifully? Um, I don't think it was, we had many takes of that oh, of no. that scene. I think it was like three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, I must really like com- commend Imogen because she's such a good, like, she's so good with blocking. I think like all, all the work was like her with with her work with the actors was like fundamental to me and to, for me to understand what the movement would be and then I could talk to the steady cam operator what was the feeling we had mm-hmm. so we just like Imogen talked to uh, to to Kim and then um, 
we rehearsed the movement because we were just like, the camera is Ella at that point. So what is she looking at? What is she looking for? And then um, just seeing her getting in the room, like and, and understanding the speed of her walk and, and, and like all that. It was a nice conversation having the, yeah. the, the four of us with with Raf, who was our amazing uh, steady cam operator as well. Um, so it was it wasn't many shots. It was like three or four, and it was just the camera making them uh, making him under, uh, understand, and also Raf, like they mm -hmm. they were the same at that point. Right. So I yeah. think I think it, it was very instinctive as well, like the camera just bringing her to the to to the living room, not the living room, the dining room. And then seeing what she was seeing and then going back to her yeah. like, oh, wow. And then her mom come, calls from outside. And, yeah. I think that seeing a shot like that executed so beautifully is one of my favorite things in films that I see. Because having been in that position before and knowing how much collaboration and how much communication and trust exactly. between talent and crew had mm -hmm. to happen to be able to make that happen, is it's always really exciting to see it done well. Yeah. Um, I want to know, uh, for the both, the both of you, um, what are some qualities that you like to see in collaborators? Because I know that you put your own teams, to, you find the people that you want to work with right. um, before you apply at AFI. So what are you looking for in each other? I mean, good communication is always, like, really good. Yeah, and just, like, people that we want to like spend a year of our lives with because mm -hmm. this is yeah. you know we spend so much time together yeah um regardless if it's like in the pre-production or even in the post-production we're all yeah. still seeing each other so yeah. it's yeah. really just like you know aside from like obviously we want a great story and we want very talented people but also just like people that we really want to spend a lot of time with i think mm. at least for me that's something yeah. that, that mattered a lot for me oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> for me i think the the decisive thing um uh, argument to, to, to like to, to to shoot this film with this team that we are was exactly that like who who are the people that I want to spend a year talking about a film like building it together and I don't I thought that I of course I thought the story was amazing but like my my first priority was who are the people then I think if we if we are around good people and people who want to make the best of the film together, the f the story will be good. You know, the film will be good. So yeah. that's that's how I felt. That's amazing. Love to hear yeah. that we get into this business to make stories with our friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's probably the most important part because you can always make something good. Exactly. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Um, we do have to wrap things up, but first I want to know how much involvement did the two of you have in the casting process? Any? Yeah. Like a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you I, get to watch some auditions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> what what I thought was really nice is that Imogen, she she's such a collaborative director, and she was always sharing everything, every, uh -huh. everything, especially re, uh, related to to the actors. She was sharing with us, like, so this is our uh, uh, people who want to be Ella or or you know the dad or the mom, and she would send us us the video. What do you what do you think of this one? What do you think of that one? And I would. I would give my inputs, and she would like we would we would we talk about the the auditions. It was for me it was a very interesting process because not every director likes to share that. Yeah, that stuff yeah, with yeah. Us. So for me it was nice, and seeing their faces beforehand as well helped me like prepare visually how I wanted to portray them in camera. So 
Well, I don't know if you remember or if you got to see it, but I auditioned for this. Oh, really? Do you remember uh, a slate jumping on the bed from a small room in Poland? No. (laughs) Or Phoebe. Um, I did do that while I was in Poland. Oh, and Indiana helped me do it. Really? Yeah. When we were screening it today, I was like, (laughs) come over here because we had the scene. We knew the scene and we recognized it. Oh, that's Uh, so amazing. Fun little thing that happened to me. Anyway, we have to finish. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, you guys, for for being here. And thank Thank you, you. everyone, for listening and watching. Bye. Join us in bridging the gap between talent and crew. Start by subscribing on your preferred podcast platform. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date on vendor discounts, community events, new podcast releases, and you can educate yourself through our free course releases on YouTube. It all starts at cinematographyforactors.com. And if you like this episode, consider leaving a review to make it easier for fine folks just like yourself to find us. We have some super exciting news. CFA has teamed up with We Make Movies to offer you a discount on production management services, including access to comprehensive production insurance, workers' comp for your next shoot. All you have to do is visit wemakemovies.com slash insurance and use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote. Also, we've just partnered with We Audition, which I'm sure you know I'm very excited about, to offer you 25% off your membership. Use code CFA25 to get that membership for only 750 a month or $75 a year.